Destroy All Children is a website just for you If playing with video games is what you like to do Or rotting your brain with comics and first run movies too We've got a great selection of news and reviews So search us out on the web, you just won't get enough Of all our digital madness and other fancy stuff We'll also make you laugh until your tummy's feeling buff Destroy All Children you should go there now. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Destroy All Children. Knowing me, Larry Davis. Knowing you, George Brundle. Uh-huh. I'm forming a union. No, you're not. We've been I'm over this. A un- yeah, I am. I'm forming You're a not union. allowed to. No, okay, well, it. you're fired. What? Finally. You can't do that. I have a union. <laughs> No, you can't. You just said you're forming one. You didn't say you had one. <laughs> I think I've just gone about this all in the wrong way, apparently. Yeah, you're not supposed to tell your boss. Son of a bitch. I thought I was supposed to, like, give him a heads up. It was no, the nice thing to do. Idea. I'm a good employee. No. If... Anyway, finally we're ending this. It's about time. <laughs> Been looking for any excuse. Yeah. It won't be too long. You don't have much left on your list, right? No, not too much. Okay. I didn't pick anything oh, out this Christ. week, though. So. <laughs> what? Yeah, I didn't pick anything out. There's no retro corner this week. <sighs> you. <laughs> you decide to just take last week off uh, to go lollygag around or whatever it is you're doing. Now here you come back. It's like, all right, had a week off. Time to come back fresh. No retro corner. This is Lazy. why we need this a This is union. why you've tried to form a union <laughs> and it backfired because you're inept at that too. Oh, <laughs> well, Larry, there's a bunch of stuff going on in games and comics and possibly movie films that we can talk about. No, we don't do news anymore. Did you forget? Did your news. whole week away make <laughs> It left your brain that Image we don't do Image Comics news. employees are forming a union. <sighs> Well, good for them. Yeah, no, that's great. I would hope that that, like, fans out to other comic book publishers. Would be nice. Of course, the uh, the main caveat there is that it's for, you know, production employees, not the actual sure. creators, because they are classified as independent contractors. Especially yeah. makes sense at Image, though, considering like, they, f- they retain full creative rights to all their stuff anyway. Yeah. Uh, the real issue would be more in eliminating work for hire and things like that from Marvel and DC and yeah, whatever. But well, still, this is a step in the right direction. Any new union is a good union, even better if the mob is behind it. Oh, it definitely is. Yeah, but We've yeah, seen those guys at Image. Of course, when I looked this up, I was trying to figure out what was going on because it was just like image trending on Twitter. And naturally, there's a lot of people who every time somebody forms a union, got to have people coming out in defense of the company. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, of course, the company, like their interests should be number one for oh, any sure. consumer. Look, I had the content pipeline grafted to my mouth. What are you telling me that the production is going to get interrupted? Exactly. I'm here at Trag's Trough. I'm just here to feed on all the content. Give it to me. Uh, Stand on the backs of the people who actually produce it. They don't matter. Sir, I'm a sentient butthole. All I do is consume. I'm amorphous. You think I give a shit about these people? Wait, what? What? How do you eat? Uh, It's it's one big hole. Goes in, (laughs) goes right out. (laughs) Well, that's actually, that's true. But... I'm still a bit concerned about uh, your process here. Uh, you ever see Doom Patrol? Yeah. I had a special guest star role in an episode of Doom Patrol. Me and the other butts. We were all up in there. Uh, this might be an episode I have not seen. You haven't got to the episode with the Bureau of Normalcy? Did you not finish the first season? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Okay. I was going to yeah. be like, damn, that's slow even for you. No, I, I did finish the first. I thought you were talking, because you've been watching the rest of them in that sure. first season. It's like two years ago now. They so. they do come back, to be fair. Oh, well, the sure. butts, the butts return. Just, 
uh, when he gets into the whole like sisterhood of Dada stuff. Sure. Uh, by the oh, way, they, they change it to sisterhood, but gender yeah. swapping. Boy, that's right. Yeah, they, they've gone woke. Now they're gonna Doom go broke. Patrol is canceled. <laughs> well, not no, that's not how it works. Doom Patrol's whatever the opposite of canceled is. That's actually true. Uh, it keeps getting renewed. Doom Patrol uh, stays good. winning. Yeah. Uh, the I know that you're a big fan of the brain in the jar and the monkey yes. man. Monster they only Mala. show up. They only show up for like one scene. Uh, yeah. I don't know if maybe they show up at the end because like they're they're doing the thing where it's like oh a new episode goes up every week, which I hate and I think that's a terrible fucking thing to do with streaming platforms. I mean I get it like financially it's a great thing to do because people then have to renew their subscription, but for it also me keeps it's people terrible. talking about it longer. I get whatever. I don't care. Just let me consume. I, I just need to consume. I must feed oh, on I know, the show. I agree. I like having it out all at yeah. once. I can pick my own pace. But like, look at Netflix. There are a lot of shows they dump on there, and then people will just watch that like the entire season in a day, and then never talk about it again. Yeah, that's how I watched Tiger King. It was great. <laughs> well, get ready for Tiger King too. Uh, not if Carol Baskin has her way. They'll be burying that show next to the septic tank. Yeah, who cares? So I I don't want to watch it. Like, what else is there to say? Like, hey, check out this gaggle of freaks. They're back. They still suck. Yeah, didn't one of them die recently? I don't too? know. Who cares? I think like one of the ones who seemed like they were an all right person actually died recently. Maybe. Uh, yeah. No, the the Image Comics thing is is great. Fuck anyone who is against the formation of unions, especially in creative industries where unions just have not really existed. Comics need more unions, frankly. I mean, comic creators need a guild. Is kind yes. of the main thing. But, yes, they do. Yeah, maybe someday. Yeah. What else is happening in the news? Uh, you had some opinions about Switch emulation. Did I? Or, well, oh, specifically yeah. Nintendo 64 emulation on the Switch, which we haven't really got into because, like, that stuff came because out happened last week. between recording. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, it sucks. That's basically yeah, it. Yeah, seems terrible. <laughs> Like, what a surprise that the Switch emulation is actually worse than the Wii emulation. Well, so I was telling you that this is something you could pick out specifically with Wii uh, Nintendo 64 emulation was like the Jumbotron and Mario Kart 64 does some sort of like frame buffering thing that certain emulators just can't handle well. And so it just shows up as like a black box up there. And that was present on the Wii. And so that was the thing that I was looking out for specifically to tell whether or not they just basically dumped the same ROMs on the same emulator. They didn't. They're using the emulator that they developed for the uh, 3D All-Stars collection. Yeah. But that seems worse than the one that was on the Wii in some ways. Uh Somehow. (laughs) Well, like, yeah, having issues with like fog and stuff yeah. considering if you look at n64 games there's a lot of fog in them uh, so textures that... appearing wrong my my favorite example is a cutscene in ocarina of time where uh the model for ganondorf is supposed to be hidden off screen obstructed by fog mm-hmm. but now he just appears floating above link it's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good it's yes it is uh, I like the fucked up water texture where you fight Darkling too. That's also real good. Yeah. Uh, love starting that game, seeing a horrible looking tree texture in the background that you were never supposed to see in all of its detail. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's just a lot of real busted stuff. The worst thing, though, and it's pretty unsurprising, is controller mapping. Uh, because the Nintendo 64 has a really fucked up controller design. Yeah, and they are also uh, selling that controller to you. Yes, for $50? Might be 60 I don't oh, know. that's terrible. Either way, it's bad, but... Yes. Considering, again, you could get, like, aftermarket M64 controllers for maybe 10 15 bucks, and I bet you the build quality is just as good. God, there was somebody on the twitter who was saying something like well, you can't argue with nintendo's commitment to their past they're making these games available they're still producing vintage hardware like nintendo 64 and genesis controllers no they're not they're switch controllers shaped like nintendo 64 yeah. and genesis controllers not the same thing i'm here like vanilla ice 
It's not the same. <laughs> That's right. Uh, no, I I think I brought that up on the podcast before. There's companies that just straight up have the like legally obtained schematics for Genesis controllers and are putting those out. They're like one one with the original pads. Like this is nothing new. Weird third party companies have been making these things forever. Mm-hmm. Weird. Other people not associated with Nintendo have more reverence for Nintendo's past than Nintendo. You'd never believe it. I believe it. No one has played these games since they have been released originally. They've never been made available. Uh, well, I mean, that's kind of true for Sin and Punishment, I guess. Um, yeah, no, I... that's not true, actually, because that was on the Wii or Wii U oh, or something. Right. It was one yeah. of those virtual consoles that was available. Uh, but yeah, the the controller mapping, like I saw how it was mapped by default on the Switch controller for. Um... Sorry, hold on. <laughs> anyway, the point is that you can't remap it. Uh, like within the app, you actually have to go to system level things and remap everything there to match up with their mapping. Yeah, so with uh with like Mario 64 the default mapping, you know, you still have like A and B where they would be on the Switch controller, but then like you have I want to say it's like C left and C up are where X and Y is and yeah. that's it. I so have that. fun controlling the camera in Super Mario 64, oh, I guess. No, I I think the others are still like mapped to the right stick. Not from what like... I saw, the right stick was just sitting out there alone. Mm, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, you have to go into like the system settings to remap everything. You can't just remap it in the game, which is ridiculous. Uh, that is obviously their way to try to convince people to just pony up for the controller, uh, which I don't think anybody should do. I There's... mean, if you're going to play Nintendo 64 games, I would recommend that, except uh, if you're doing it just to play this meager selection that's available yeah, here, then that's... yeah, it's not a good idea. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm I'm getting at there. I would not pay... $30 for the service plus an extra 50 60 bucks for a controller to be able to play the games and just have like that selection. They're putting more up there eventually, but like I wonder how those turn out. I know that like Pokemon Snap is supposed to be one of them and thinking about all the fucked up fog issues that already exist in these games and then thinking about how bad that would be for Pokemon Snap. Mm. A lot of there's a lot of fog in Pokemon Snap and it's there yeah, for is. a reason. Uh yeah, I how weird that like that river level would look. Yeah, God, kind of curious to see actually how that would look with all the fog dropped out of it. Yeah, they and should... the issues with like water textures across the board, like that whole level is basically just asking for yeah. trouble in that thing. Well, hey, wonder why it's not out at launch for this thing. I don't know. They put uh, Ocarina out there. They should pour it over Superman sixty four. That would be the most yes. fucked up one. Yes. Let Superman see for miles as he was never meant to. Yeah, there's there's other issues. Obviously, there's problems with like net play stuff, which like big shock. It's the Nintendo <laughs> Switch online service. Like there's been some games where apparently it's fine, but like Mario Kart 64 is practically unplayable with the fucked up net code. Again, not a shock. Kind of figured no. that those would all be unplayable. Surprised Nintendo even went through the effort of letting people connect to each other online for multiplayer in those games. I would have just thought that they wouldn't even bother with that. Yeah. Um, Make everybody huddle around the Switch yeah. on the table. So actually, you know, good on Nintendo. Uh, they did it. They finally did it. Thanks, Nintendo. We can play all these games online. They should be celebrated for doing the thing that is expected of them. <laughs> uh, there's also fortune street on the switch do you really want them to because they would find some way to fuck it all up whereas we could just open up dolphin and play it and it's totally fine totally fine i don't think totally Um, fine relative to nintendo porting it i suppose so i feel like it would still probably run smoother <laughs> and it is a turn-based game so yeah. at least the inherent lag in nintendo's online thing wouldn't really matter the other issue that these games have been having i think my favorite one is that controller packs don't work yeah which is a problem for Winback, a game that you could only save oh, using a controller a pack yeah quest 64 
Well, that's not on there, and it should never be on there. Quest 64. There's, look, it's a great I'm, game. It's uh, one of the best of the Nintendo 64. I am all for the preservation of video games, but there are some where I say just let them die. Quest 64 should not get ported to the Switch. <laughs> should not get ported to anything other than the fucking trash can. Winback, um, though. Winback's great. Winback is great. You, The only way you can save in Winback is using the save state feature yeah. on the Nintendo 64 emulator. Oh, uh, yeah. Just I mean, fucked I, up and dumb. I have said this a lot, and I was tweeting about this when people were saying, like, why would you put Winback on here? Who cares about Winback? Winback is, like, the single most influential video game of the past, like, over 20 years. Explain how. Uh, because it invented cover shooters. It invented, like, the uh, over-the-shoulder aiming thing. Like, mm-hmm. without it, Resident mm-hmm. Evil 4 would mm-hmm. not exist. God of mm-hmm. War would not exist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Elaborate. <laughs> no. <laughs> Look, it's great that Winback is available for the mass market. I I am it happy is. for Winback. It's just Winback is held back from winning as much as it could by being on the Switch Online service. Also, there was a PS2 port of it later. So, uh, well, there you go. Like. <laughs> You don't really need to go to the N64 version. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's been <laughs> fun watching a lot of uh, videos of people tearing that thing apart. It's cathartic. I love videos. I also enjoy video-based content on the internet. I think it's great. This isn't a video. <laughs> no, it is not, actually. It's just a recording of audio. You we might think videos. it's a video because you can hear us, but if you notice, you are unable to see us. It's like a movie in your mind. Yeah. You can imagine what we look like. I mean, you can also look at the podcast art to see. I, I, like, at least a vague approximation. Sure. Yeah, that's unless I have you change it this week to, like, another picture of Robert Picardo or, like, the <laughs> Leprechaun or <laughs> the Coneheads, uh, you know? Uh-huh. That picture that, the picture that Rocco Bot found tossed outside their studio of famous movie gangsters. Mm-hmm. With all of those various Tony's Sopranos and <laughs> Don's Corleones. I just like how there has to be multiples of them. There's yeah. plenty of I mean, other gangster characters, but... They also have just like right on top of each other, double Pesci and double De Niro. Hell yes. Because it's uh, Goodfellas and Casino. Yeah. Technically different characters, so it's, That's true. it's fine. But yeah, uh, what's going on in movies? Is anything happening in movies? I don't know. Not really. Has Chris Pratt been cast as another beloved character? No. That he is completely ill-fit to play? No. Chris Pratt, we're happy to announce here. We're the first to have it. We got the scoop. Chris Pratt playing Marmaduke in the Marmaduke movie. Hot off the presses, Chris Pratt playing Heathcliff also. I don't know. He's (laughs) fucking playing everybody. He's going to play us. Next Nobody week. cares. Chris Pratt will be on the podcast as Larry Davis, and then he'll replace me too. Finally. <laughs> I'm free. No, you turn into Chris Pratt. You become him. That's fine. The Pratt virus. You get to be in, in like big movies? No. There would be too many Chris Pratt's and it would lose all meaning. And let's be frank, like, you don't live a very active lifestyle, you just end up becoming fat Parks and Rec Chris Pratt. That's also fine. (laughs) Okay. Look, he he was able to get Ann Perkins. That's fine. That's fine. I just, like, I sit here and I stare at those pictures of Rashida Jones in the ridiculous, like, giant David Byrne shirt and think, (laughs) man, if I was Parks and Rec fat Chris Pratt, I could be all up in that. I could fit under that shirt. Yeah. Two of us could wear the shirt at the same time. <laughs> and just crawl around in there like a fort. <laughs> I want to live underneath David Byrne's gigantic, uh, gigantic suit. Like a Tim. Yeah, that's what I just said. Anyway, uh, did you have any actual news? Hell no. Great. Can I talk what about the playing? actual video games yes. that I've been playing? Yeah, what are Great. you playing? 
Uh, I have been playing a game called The Forgotten City. Uh, this is a game that it was originally a mod for Skyrim, I think. I'm actually not sure if it was Skyrim or something else. I think it was. Um, but it's been made into like an actual full game now, and it's pretty good. Um, you are a guy who like washes up on a river. You end up going into some ruins, and you're transported to the past to ancient Rome. Oh. Uh, and this is, for some reason, there's something about 2021. It's a time loop game. Where you have to figure out how to solve all these problems and get out, uh, and the day resets each time. But the thing here is, this is an ancient underground city uh, where people have been mysteriously transported, and you have to figure out why that happened to them, what actually caused it. And they are under control of a seemingly malevolent god who has imposed the golden rule on them, which is... If anybody commits a sin, everybody gets turned to gold. Ah, okay. Like Sin and Punishment, which you now play on the uh, Nintendo 64 emulator. (sighs) Yeah, sure. Or like Sin, the first-person shooter. Um, Oh, now that's a game. But anyway, um, uh, I'm gassy. Anyway. (laughs) You and me both, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... So yeah, you're going in here. It, the, I think the funniest thing about this game is that when you start it, you're given the choice of four archetypes, which are basically mm. like classes, which they don't really matter that much. But it's like the first one, which is the one I picked, is that you have a, a knowledge of ancient Rome. So you can uh, translate things written on walls and you'll have certain dialogue options that you can get. Sure. Um, the other one is um, you can run faster. And then one is that you can take more damage. And then the last one is just, you have a gun. (laughs) Well, I think we both know which one I would have ended up picking. (laughs) Yeah, but the thing is, that doesn't seem like it would help at all. Because if you shoot anybody, then everybody starts turning to gold and you have to get back out and like start the loop over. And you only have you only have 10 bullets. I think that's like across the entire game. Turn someone into gold, bust them apart, take the gold back. Now you're rich. So there is a character who has that idea. Uh, it does not end well for him. How does that not end up well for him? It seems like a foolproof plan. Uh, well, for one thing... I came well, up with okay. it, so it's probably a great idea. There are actually I mean, two characters. There, there's one who basically just wants to turn people into gold and find a way to transport them out. The other person... Uh, there's, It's part of that other guy's storyline, but uh, you go in and you... I don't want to spoil things. You get get this artifact. You end up going through this palace. It's interesting because before you start this whole thing, you get a message saying, if you're not okay with action or horror elements, you can <laughs> skip this. Which, like, okay. Uh, anyway, you Can't go in stand there. action. That's why I play video games. Well, I mean, this is like mostly an adventure game. Like, it's all sure, dialogue-based. Just being sarcastic. I, I was actually surprised to find there was any combat at all in it. Mm. Um, but you go in here and uh, you're being attacked by zombies which are uh, the people who turn gold that this lady has been peeling the gold skin off of to try to free them uh, except like finding out oh there's just like flesh under here like it bonded with them and so like you're shooting them and they turn back into gold and they're like thank you <laughs> and the best part is when you turn them back into a statue you can give them a kick you have like a duke nukem kick and they just sort of like <laughs> fling around and go like clank clonk clonk that was pretty good yeah it is um every game should have a duke nukem kick yeah i agree um but the forgotten city uh i'm not super far into it but i am enjoying it quite a bit uh it is available on Game Pass. Uh, I had actually ran it from Gamefly uh, before they announced it was going to be on Game Pass. I can't but... believe you're playing another Game Pass game. That's just unfathomable to me. You paid Again. your dollar. You're going to play all the video games. <laughs> Again, I had read this beforehand, uh, but 
when they announced it, I was like, all right, well, I can send sure. this back and get something else. Yeah. There must be something else, right? Uh, oh. Um, there has to be some other game coming no. out. No. No, not really. There's not. Not for another 10 days. Why? What's in 10 days? Uh, Shin Megami Tensei 5 is in 10 oh, that's days. That's 10 days? Yeah. No, I thought it was like. I think it's November. Like, I thought it was November twelfth. It might be November fourteenth. I thought it was no. Next it's week. the it's the twelfth because yeah, it's next week. It's the second. Ten more days is the twelfth. It's Friday. Oh, Friday. Yeah, that's yeah. Stupid crap. That's why Rebecca I Black hate... was singing that song. She got in her car to go pick up SMT five. <laughs> I hate Friday releases. They're so stupid. Yeah, they are. I, I, Remember when video games used to come out on like a Tuesday? Yeah. Just this weird, awkward day. (laughs) Like, yeah, it was great for us because we had weird work schedules. But like, I kind of get the the practicality of Friday. You have your game. Now you have your weekend and you play it. But also presumes that everybody has like a normal weekend where no one works on Saturday and Sunday, Mm -hmm. which is not true. It does like it doesn't matter for me like the way my work schedule is. If it came out on Tuesday, that I I still wouldn't really get time to sit down and play a game, but whatever. I'm looking forward to it. I took the day off to play SMT five because I'm That's that kind weird, of a freak. But okay. Well, I had vacation time that the company was telling me I had to use anyway. So if I had to pick a day, I might as well pick a day when a game came out that I wanted to play. Yeah. Okay. So. Anyway. I have also been playing uh, just barely, just like the first chapter of it. Uh, a hot new release, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Wait, that's already out? Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Why is no one talking about it? I don't know. It came out last week. Seriously? Yeah. What the fuck? I thought it wasn't out until like next year. No. I thought that had like no release date, just like vague 2022. No. What the release date fuck? For it. This is like the whole like big fully 3D action adventure. This isn't some like Telltale yeah. style bullshit like weird nope. adventure game thing. Nope. Full ass game. It's like an action RPG. Yeah. What is put, happening? They put a lot of money in it too. Like I am surprised by like the production value of it because uh, it looks really nice. It's like something that didn't come across in trailers. Um, mm. It's something that was really surprising to me playing it uh it looks really good the odd thing about it though is that a lot of it like most of it in the character designs and stuff seems like it's based on the comics obviously Mm -hmm. it's not it's not your boy chris pratt uh which is probably a good thing surprisingly he'll star in anything i don't know why they didn't get him for the game (laughs) yeah i mean money Um, but i guess um and yet you're not going to pay him Garfield bucks to star in the video game. <laughs> no. Do you think he's taking all these voice roles because he doesn't want to get vaccinated? Oh, I hadn't considered that. <laughs> I think that's what it is. There's a distinct possibility. Anyway, um, but all of the banter and stuff seems like it's trying to be like the movie. So it's kind of sure. this weird mishmash, which doesn't quite work like there's nothing yet that's really funny although i will say the voice acting's been pretty good um i really like this version of drax Uh, it's a lot more like the comics it's uh, less king shark than uh, batista (laughs) drax is um he still has like the literal thing but it's like in the first movie not the second drax is the original king shark yeah kind of actually he really king sharked out in the second one although i would say he was still like much more enjoyable in two than king shark was yeah uh but rocket the weirdest thing though is that rocket and peter quill sound pretty similar so there are times when i don't know exactly who's talking Hmm. um like they they obviously did not try to make him sound like the movie one um but I like this version of Gamora a lot more. Uh, and Groot's Groot. Gameplay actually pretty good in that, or is it uh, just kind of it's, whatever? Well, I'm really early, and it's an action RPG of, like, it's very much based around using abilities and managing your team. Uh, yeah, and yeah. so I don't have a whole lot of those yet, so I can't really tell yet. 
I feel like it could get pretty overwhelming though. Because like you've got so the combat is actually not too dissimilar from Final Fantasy VII remake where the enemies have stagger bars. And so it'll be like, this guy has to be staggered, so you have to send Drax after him because he does high stagger damage, and then send Gamora because she does like regular health damage once he's staggered. Things like that. So everyone sort of has their function in a fight, yeah. and you just have to kind of manage combat well, the, encounters around those. Again, they'll have more abilities once you unlock them, but basically the ones they start with are um, Drax staggers, Gamora does high damage, Groot like, roots the enemies in place, uh, Rocket has an AoE attack okay um, and, and then your director's there well so his guns have um like elemental abilities you could switch between like okay. it's like fire i i haven't really gotten deep into that yet uh, i just saw it like in the control options um but it seems like that's kind of his main thing and sort of basically directing everybody that's why i say it's heavily based on the abilities and not necessarily action although yeah. there is that um it's like a weird control. Like you hold a left bumper to bring up the menu of your guys. Then you use one of the face buttons to select which one you want. And then another face button for that ability. Um, oh man, that, that reminds me of something. I'll get into it when we get into what I've been playing, but. Okay. But then to activate Peter's abilities, like you click in the left thumbstick and hold that and then select a face button to do that, which is pretty awkward. Huh. But on the other hand, like he has jet boots and you can jet around, which is fun. And he gets like love... shooting abilities, which seem pretty cool. I do love good jet boots in a video game. You've got upgrades for your guns, you know, you've got things, uh, you got skill points they can use for new abilities, you've got all the stuff you would expect. Um, but it's fine. Uh, I've it been having out. an okay. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I know. I also legitimately. I okay. I've seen like no marketing for that game outside of the original trailer. Also, quick note about this: I watched the Digital Foundry video on this, and they say that Digital in perform- Foundry did a video about this. <laughs> yes, and they said that in performance mode, it only renders at 1080p on Series X, and I don't think that's right. It looks much better than that. Are you saying you have better eyes than John Linneman? It was not John Linneman that did this video. It was some okay. other guy. Well, I get now I'm a little bit more on your court but, on this one. But I think it might have been patched. Like mm-hmm. after they did that video or something, because looking at the video and some of the stuff in it, like what I'm seeing looks far better. I would guess it's like 1440 or so. Okay. Um, but looks really good. It runs well. Um I would say it's a lot better than I expected. Uh, again, that's a case where I basically just got to fill in a Gamefly slot, be like, oh, I'll check it out, have something to play, and I like it more than I thought I would. Yeah, I I mean, when I saw clips of it, well, not clips, when I saw the announcement trailer, it just seemed like totally unremarkable to me. Like, uh, yeah. it's just going to be another Marvel action game thing. Like, it might be fine. Avengers wasn't good, though, so who knows? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the main thing was just it seemed even in that trailer they were trying to just ape the James Gunn like humor of the movies and mm. I was way less into that and it sounds like that's still a thing so I probably it, wouldn't enjoy that aspect it's not it, as but... much in the actual game though like, I okay. just mean sort of the general bantery nature of it uh, it's yeah. not so much like actually that it's... style of humor there's a lot of criticism I can levy against that style of humor, but I think the place that I fall on the most with it is just I'm burnt out by it. Oh, yeah. It's in fucking everything well, now. It has, just, it's had, it's, really it has its place. Yeah, it, it yeah. was fine in Guardians. Like, that's okay. It did not need to be in uh, The Last Jedi and no. things like that. <laughs> like, not that's at all. where it goes overboard. Um, it, it's just. it. it... It's fine to have humor in an action movie or even a horror movie or something, right? You need it to kind of break up how grim things can be. You need need, to have some sort of break in the action. You need Gabriel Malignant throwing a chair at somebody. (laughs) That's right. But it's constantly, like, self-deprecating everything that's happening in the movie and sort of undermining it. Like, the sort of wink and nod of, like, we know things are ridiculous, guys. Try not to take it seriously either. And it's, like... Man, shut the fuck up with it. 
Yeah. (laughs) There's, um, there is one really good mechanic related to that though, which is, I'm not sure exactly how this activates in the part where it shows you how to do it. I think everybody had to be downed, but I don't know that they do, or if it's just like a super thing you can activate at some point, but you activate a huddle for your team where it like goes into first person and everybody like runs up to you like a football huddle and they start, they start talking to you and you have to look at what they're saying and then come up with a response to them. Almost like insult sword fighting from monkey Island. That's pretty good. And if you get the right one, then it like supercharges everybody and brings them back to life. It's pretty good. It's the mechanic that I am the most interested in. It also, I, I think then randomly like plays a song from the playlist, uh, which in my case I think was a white wedding. Uh, okay. So while you're blasting dudes, and cool. another thing, less needle drops. I'm getting <laughs> sick of them. Yeah, I've had enough. I'm demanding yeah, but... a moratorium on needle drops and self-deprecating humor. But what if I told you you can wander around the spaceship and listen to Joan Jet? Okay, maybe the moratorium needs to be called off or limited in scope. Okay. (sighs) Anyway, this is why Dune is the best movie of all time, uh, because it takes place in a desert. No needle drops, no humor. No needle drops, no humor. A desert of a movie that takes place in the desert. I always want to fuck everybody in it. (laughs) Especially Duncan Idaho. Uh, Yes! Dunkin' my nuts in Duncan Idaho. <laughs> and uh, wh- whatever Josh Brolin's character's name is, I don't know. <laughs> About that singing guy everybody loves. Oh, uh... uh I'm blanking on his name. Why would you know his name? Have you seen the movie? I mean, I've seen the original, dude. Oh. Was he in the original one? I don't know. The, the weird singing guy? I don't know. Fade, Fade Rotha or something? I don't know. Maybe. I just remember Sting having like one of the coolest outfits in any <laughs> science fiction movie. Yeah, just a thong? Yeah. Speedo? No, well, not Sting. Was it Flea? I don't know. Who, who was it? I don't it? remember Flea the being place in like it. the place like the... Oh, God. I need to hold on. I need to look at the cast of the original. Brad Dourif was in it. He was. He looks like he's all methed out in it. It's great. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a, a goblin. Oh, it's fantastic. No, it was it was Sting. I was thinking of Sting. But yeah, y- yeah I I really like his whole look in that movie. H- uh, Hideo Kojima liked his look in that movie too, which is why he stole it wholesale for Snatcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, just greased up. Yeah, the Baron just like gaseous and floating around uh-huh. all the time, like drooling over himself. Pustules all, the... all over Yeah. God, that movie had like a look to it. It was great. Fucking incomprehensible, that story. A total pain in the ass to watch, but damn, it looked pretty. And like, that's the thing that the new Dune is lacking for me is I kind of just think it looks boring as hell, but I bet it is a lot easier to follow. Show me the worm. I need the worm. No, I am walking. the worm. No, I'm walking without rhythm so we don't have to see the worm. Hmm. Christopher Walken taught you how to do that. That's right. Imagine my surprise. Imagine my surprise having no idea the weapon of choice was about Dune and then watching (laughs) Dune and just being like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) Oh man, that's great. It is. I am. Yeah. I like Denis Villeneuve a lot. I have no interest in Dune. Uh, I like Edgar Wright a lot. I have no interest in Last Night in Soho. Mm. Uh, this is a great year for movies. Yeah, boy, I want to see French huh? Dispatch, though. Hey, No Time to Die came out, so movies are back. Did it? Not according no. to me. Maybe. I haven't seen it. It'll if it come was out, out, I would have seen it. It'll come out for me whenever it ends up on a streaming service. That's for damn sure. That's right. Yeah. Or anyway, on a Blu-ray where I can red box it or something. I've been playing more of the same shit. I've been going back to Far Cry 6. Wow. Uh, the thing that you were talking about that reminded me of that is my game glitched in a real good way uh, where hitting the bumper did not bring up the weapon wheel anymore. 
and i was real deep into a mission where like so it was usable i got far into a fairly long mission and then i died in the mission and when i respawned it wouldn't let me use the weapon wheel anymore cool so i was like i don't want to have to do this all over again so i'm like constantly going into the menu to swap out weapons and i still just sort of kept dying and getting frustrated so i was like fine i'll restart the entire mission that didn't fix it loading into a new area didn't fix it had to restart the entire damn console to fix it yeah why didn't you try that first instead of restarting the mission because i just thought that loading into another area would have been enough to like jar the game back into like a working state so mm. i should have that should have been the first thing but um, well, yeah because i mean like if it auto saved then you at least wouldn't uh, lose any progress if it didn't work and hey, while I had it off, I decided to pop that fucker open and clean it out. And I really like how it feels like you're going to crack part of the yeah. panel off <laughs> when you take apart a PS5. Yes, it does. Um, um, because, yeah, I uh, I got the SSD and put it in. Yeah. And it has transformed the PlayStation 5 from something that I hate with every fiber of my being into something I can tolerate if I have to. Yeah. And I like that. The, on the other hand with that thing it's nice that i can get in there and like clean the fans and everything out without avoiding the warranty yeah sure i'm still surprised there aren't like a bunch of custom side plates available i'm surprised by that too i, I think that would have been so easy for sony to put a bunch of those out yeah or even just look just like, at it, it's just like a hunk of plastic yeah even just like for you know promotions for games just putting out a side plate oh you pre-ordered this or oh you got the deluxe edition we're putting in this faceplate yeah weird i mean like microsoft is doing more with that stuff with their horrible looking spongebob <laughs> console and leonardo yeah but those you like you gotta get the whole console with it yeah you can't just swap it out no i mean i i'm sh- no i need to like look at how the tear down for that console works again i thought that maybe you could probably could but i don't think you can i thought there's stuff it's basically just like i was gonna say cube but it's not it's you know rectangular um but uh it's basically just that and everything crammed inside it basically as tight as it can be yeah so no i don't think so no, I'm uh, I'm still having a lot of fun with Far Cry 6. Uh, I was telling you that another celebrity guest star shows up in this thing, except they Ooh. play themselves in this. And now that I've brought this up to you twice without spoiling who it is, when you finally get to it, it will have lost all of its mystique because <laughs> it's not really that big of a get. Okay. And so I'm just wondering if you'd rather I just say who it is. Is it Danny Trejo? It's Danny Trejo. <laughs> really yes that was the first thing that came to mind when i danny trejo's in the game you get a you get a call you get a call up and one of your guys is just like hey my pal danny trejo needs some help with some stuff and you're like (laughs) wait a minute danny trejo like from machete and he's like uh yeah why we're friends that's great and so you go over there danny trejo's just like yeah the the cops pulled me over and they wrecked my taco shop you need to find my taco ingredients like i make danny trejo tacos and so like you pick up all this stuff and it starts like waves of enemies coming in that just want danny trejo's tacos fantastic (laughs) danny trejo gives you a um a motorcycle with like one of the little like sidecars and the sidecar has a gatling gun on it <laughs> well that uh that was in machete wasn't it or no the, like the I gun never, was like on the yeah, front i never saw machete you do get a really good line though where if you mount like one of the stationary guns mm-hmm. uh, during the waves of enemies uh danny not to be confused with danny trejo says this is just like in spy kids <laughs> <laughs> And now I've never right. seen Spy Kids, but I'm pretty sure at no point did any of those characters like get up on a mountain gun and start popping dudes in the head. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Far Cry Six is a pretty good game. That is great though, because like you mentioned, like a celebrity, and my first thought was Danny Trejo will do anything for like two hundred dollars. Oh, guess uh, so. what? <laughs> yeah. Ubisoft has $200. They got Danny <laughs> Trejo. Yeah. I mean, like, he is well known for that. Though, like, if you're making a student film and you're anywhere near him, like, he will do it for you. Yeah, like, Danny. He'll, he'll just be in anything. 
he's he seems like a legitimately great guy. Yeah. Yeah. Got no so, problems with Danielle Trejo. Yeah. I don't know if he continues to show up in this giving you missions or not. I uh, I, I hope he does. Uh, but it was just really funny to see him pop up. So like I was ready to just call it a night and I like just beat a big story mission. And so they do the thing where like everybody starts calling you up and it sort of sets up like, okay, we've got another big set of missions for you yeah. to do. And the last, I was like, I'll just listen to all of these messages and then turn the console off and get in bed. And then the last one was just like, need you to go meet Danny Trejo. I was like, all right, I guess I'm playing this for another half an hour. That would be a kind of thing where you would think like, did I hallucinate that? Maybe I do need to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. I had to see it through because like yeah. part of me was also thinking like, oh, is this going to be like a bait and switch thing? They say is Danny Trejo and then it's actually somebody else. It's just like somebody pretending to be Danny Trejo or something. But no, it's they got Danny Trejo, man. He's in this. Well, that's um, great. I also did the uh, Shakaron, Sharon, Chicharon, Chicharon missions, the uh, the rooster. And he's did great. You do all of them. Yes, I finally went okay. back and did all of them. Uh, all right. I got a little confused by icons on the map. Um, you got confused that the next mission starts immediately where the previous one ends. I didn't, I didn't see him anywhere over there. Like, I didn't see yeah. him pop up. I just kind of went off and did other stuff. I hate the missions in this where it's just like, hey, we're not giving you any marker about where to go. Here's just a picture. I need you to go talk to a person over there. Like, I don't know what any of these fucking landmarks are because this game is massive. Like, I've never been to these places. I don't know what they are. If I had been to them, I've been to a million other places, so I would never remember where they are. Crab Rock. <sighs> crab Rock. Um, there's one I mean, that's it just does like... direct you to the Crab Rock. It does. But there's one where a guy's just like, okay, I need to make amends with my kids. I have seven kids. Here's pictures of seven different locations. My kids are there. <laughs> and they don't mark any of them. And so I'm just like, I stopped tracking that mission. I don't give a fuck. Uh, but he'll still occasionally call up and Daniel will be like, hey, I'm having trouble finding your kids. <laughs> and I'm just never going to be able to get rid of that until I beat the mission, I guess. Um, Let me tell no, you it's... about the commander because he's my pal. Here's the picture. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, but uh, Far Cry 6 is pretty good. I've been playing a lot more Metroid Dread. Uh, I just beat yeah. the weird octopus boss in that thing. Uh, oh, that one's annoying. Yeah, it dies real fast, but I did not know what to do. Yeah, I did not realize I had to shoot the buttons on the side of the room to make the thing overhead speed up. I thought yep. it was just supposed to, you know, glad that I was not the only one to get I confused mean, about that. It took me like I died a couple of times before I even realized there was a thing up there to get across. Like I was just trying to like shoot it. Yeah. It was not really working. I died twice to it and was just like, fuck this, I'm missing something. I'm going to just look up what I'm supposed to do. Oh. Um, I, I figured out like the first time I got on it and it was just really slow. I was like, oh, there has to be something else. I, well, I did that for after I got the grappling hook too because I didn't realize where I was supposed to go once I had that. And I made like a full loop around the entire like game map. And just apparently I ran past like a teleporter a few times that I should have taken up to the next area. Mm. So and that's the game is pretty good about like directing you where to go next without necessarily telling you forcefully where to go. Yeah. Like it's pretty good about letting you intuit what to do without making it too confusing or obnoxious. But like that one part after the grappling hook, I legitimately had no idea. So Okay, I don't really remember being stuck on like where to go at any point. Th it was more is... about figuring out how to get to certain things I couldn't see. Yeah, this has been the only point. I, I'm not... The speed boots are my favorite, least favorite item in Metroid games. I love using them when you have just like a straight shot to run through and you just barrel through everything. feels great. When you have to solve puzzles around them, hate it. Yeah. It always feels super finicky. It doesn't quite... Like you were describing to me, there's weird stuff with this where you can maintain your momentum. So if you go up an incline, you can use it and then like charge another shine spark and like use it over and over again. Like that doesn't feel like it should work that way. No, there's also it feels like you should not keep your momentum while wall jumping, but you do somehow. Yeah, uh, it, there's just like a bunch of weird stuff related to that. The game does not explain that you sure. need to get to a few items I had to look up. But then in just in terms of how it feels, too, it's like, OK, how much of this is the game not explaining it versus well, maybe it's not necessarily intended to be used this way, but it can be. I don't know. It, 
I mean, it was definitely intended to be used that way because it's the only way to get some get to some of the items. You told me that you don't see Samus in a bikini based on level, like a nope. based on item completion. So I'm just not getting 100. percent I always get 100 percent in a search action games because, like, that's I... the fun part is figuring out where all the items are. It's not just like ah, I get to the end and win. Also, it's really annoying that you get a cool suit at the end of the game and then uh, you have it for like five minutes and then it's like, oh, back to Joker suit. Looking forward to it. I still don't have the Joker suit yet, but I feel like it's coming. You get a gremlin suit. <gasps> yeah. I want to see Samus do the little, like, uh, the little dance that the gremlin does in the bar where it's in, like, the 80s workout gear. <laughs> yeah, the flash dance. Yeah, set to Mega Madness, the mm. song from the gremlins movie, the hit song from gremlins. By the guy who did, uh, didn't he do... Yeah, I think he did Flash Dance too. That's why the whole reference is there, but I don't know. Probably. Or no, he did he did Maniac. Yeah, Maniac's the song from Flash Dance. I don't watch movies. Uh, I mean <laughs> I maniac. like I watch I watch uh, I watch floor. I watch the Leprechaun movies and the Star Trek movies, and that's basically it. Oh, and uh James Bond sometimes. Okay. When it's streaming. Yeah. By the way, I know that this is not something I brought up on the podcast. I was telling you I thought that Paramount had all the James Bond movies. They don't. I wanted to watch Casino Royale on there. They don't fucking got it. Garbage. What's the point? I don't know. You were trying to sell me on a Paramount Plus, like... Oh, and I was so thing. close, too. No, you weren't. <laughs> because your way of selling it was like, oh, they have the new crappy CGI SpongeBob movie. I you had the that, hook right? in your mouth. I just needed to reel you in. <laughs> I have no interest in Paramount Plus. I How looked at it once and was like, eh. It's a fine Paramount product. Okay. I'm trying to just uh, take a quick look at Paramount Plus right now. Let's just see what popular movies right, are currently great. trending tell, on there. Tell me the hottest titles on Paramount Plus. Uh, Euro Trip. I think that's on something I have. That's on Amazon Prime, I think, because for some reason it thinks I want to watch that. Uh, how about, can I interest you in Daddy's Home 2? No, you cannot. How about Unknown Dimension? The what story of paranormal activity. No. <laughs> is that a new movie? Uh, I don't know. Is What's it a documentary? What is it? Unknown Dimension, the story of paranormal activity will delight fans with a deep dive into the making of the films. Nah, what the, what the fuck do you have to say about the making of the films? It's just a bunch of assholes with camcorders. Yeah, they just set up a camcorder in a room. Yeah. They, guy, put a, they, they, they shook a sheet in the corner or whatever. I don't know yeah, what, they, they what put a wire on this blanket so they can make it look like a ghost was pulling it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, the I mean, Duchess... what they really, what they should do there though, would be like that, um, that Blair Witch thing where it's supposed to be like a documentary, but then yeah. it's like in fiction. Yeah. yeah, that'd be good. That's what I thought it was when you mentioned it, but I guess not. Hey, would you want to watch Copland? Yes, it's a good okay. movie. Well, there you J- go, James Mangold. Hey, good news! I got Flashdance on here. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I do like Jennifer Beals, but uh, I don't particularly care to watch Flashdance. No. No, no, there's movies on this app, I guess. <laughs> if you were to sign up for it, you might find something to watch. Hmm. All right. You could watch Election, starring Matthew Broderick and Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> uh, sure, that's a Alexander Payne movie. Yeah. That's pretty uh, good. Ladybug, starring Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> they got it. Great. A classic. Yeah, the original Little Shop of Horrors. Uh, well, I have that. Uh, oh, the original that's in public yeah. domain. Yes, <laughs> great. I, th- I think. Let me make sure. the The poster certainly makes it seem like it's the original. Oh, I clicked the wrong thing, and now I can't find it. Great. <laughs> I guess we'll okay, just never. Grandpa. I guess we'll just never know. That's the end of that's the end of the segment. George reads things available on Paramount Plus. Uh, <laughs> everyone's new least favorite segment. <laughs> Even worse than how much do these cost on eBay? I don't know. I think it's going to be pretty popular. I think it's going to take off. We might have to spin it out into its own thing. <laughs> well, what we do now, you have no retro corner. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Is this it? <laughs> That's it? 
that might be it uh is this no, why I, you wanted to pad everything out with news i yes it is i you dipshit yes <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> No, I look, I was trying to think of what I could talk about. I've had a really hectic week and I didn't necessarily plan Things ahead. Get we kinda got hectic quick. They do. Yeah. Uh I don't know. I have we talked about sunset riders and wild guns? I don't think I don't that know. we have. I don't think so. Well, let's talk about them real quick. Maybe Sunset Riders. Uh, I'm not it sure. might have come up in conversation. I, I, don't I mean, know. I do like to say, bury me with my money. Yeah, that's the best part about Sunset Riders is all the good voice clips. I don't know. The guy in the pink poncho is pretty good, too. He is, yeah. No, it's a very good uh, side-scrolling shoot-em-up. That's not right. I, I wanted to say shoot-em-up like beat-em-up. But then remember, that's actually a whole genre that already like has that I, name. I mean, it is a uh, side-scrolling shooter, maybe yeah. would be the term. Sure. It's one of those kind of games, man. It's like a metal you, slug, basically. Yeah, you've probably played a million of them. But they're, it's a similar sort of problem that we've had before talking about beat-em-ups where what do you really say about them? Like, they're pretty much all the same. It's It mostly boils down to, okay, which company made them? Like every Konami beat em up feels exactly the same as every other other Konami beat em up. Mm. Uh, it's just a weird thing though, like that there were so few Western games, and they there still are yeah. very few of them. Even though like it's a whole fran or a whole um genre of like guys with guns shooting each other, and yet for a long time it was basically like Sunset Riders, Red Dead Revolver, Gun. Yeah. I mean, I do like the uh, brutal simplicity of the title Mad gun. Mad Dog McCree. I mean, that's well, the only one that you need. What was that? Um, oh, Call of Juarez, that series, uh-huh. uh, until it got really bad. But what was that other one? It was like on the original Xbox. Dead Man's Hand. Yeah. That one sucked. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Uh, Man With No Name. What? That That's Clint Eastwood. Town With No Name. Oh yes, yeah. My bad. That game's weird. Sorry, I had a, I had Out, a moment. Outlaws. Yeah, uh, Lucas. Uh, I frequently think about that dude like sliding the mug of beer down at you. <laughs> yeah, and you can just time whether or not you actually take it, or you just like stare at him dead eyed and let it slide off the table. Just like Rio and Shinmu. Yeah, he does the exact same thing. Just get off that train and immediately shoot somebody. Oh, Law of the West. Law of the West. Yeah, yeah. that's a. Uh god the original mass effect law of the west yeah i like how in in that game like the doctor is a drunk and he can just like refuse to heal you (laughs) look here's the thing about western video games right there's not that many of them but every single one of them pure gold not Um, a single bad western game not a one larry mm, okay Not, not a one anyway wild guns yeah, Wild Guns is fucking dope. Wild Guns, in case anyone has like lived under a rock, you it takes place like behind the back as a shooting gallery kind of game, uh, but it is chaotic as hell. Got to be rolling, Larry. You've always got to be rolling. It's a, it's like um, oh, what was that arcade? There's an arcade game that's very similar to it where you're like um, it's I think Vietnam based or something where you're like a soldier oh, um, on a wolf operation wolf uh it's something like that we played it on stream i don't know we did we played it on stream i i can't remember the name of it i i think it's just like nom and then there's a year attached to it Uh, Mm, maybe i i was thinking it was operation something wolf operation wolf nom 1975 could be that's what I think that's what you're thinking of. But yes, it is extremely wild guns as it's behind the back. You roll around, throw yes. grenades out and stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, wild guns is just pretty much nom 1975, except set in the wild west. It has a really fun art style to it. I really like the, uh, the, the lady that you play in that game. It's got the dress and everything. She's cool. I like yeah. her character design a lot. Uh, they re-released this game like some time ago and added a couple characters to it. And I kind of want to get my hands on that game because one of them is a little wiener dog. <laughs> like in like, uh, Far Cry 6. Exactly. It's oh, adorable. Opera- by the way, Operation Wolf uh, is just like a light gun game. 
Okay. But but it is like a kind of similar, I guess. Yeah. Um but yeah, Nam 1975 is what I was thinking of. Yeah. No, I I like Wild Guns a lot. I did not get to play it as a kid. Wild Guns is something that just I think always keeps popping up. People are nostalgic for that game. People like it. It's I mean, not like I yes, I brought it up. He plays the dog. Cute oh. little dog. Yeah. I was looking at pictures of Operation Wolf. I can't blame you. That's fine. You're allowed to do that. Uh, By the way, new Call of Duty is out in three days. What? Yeah. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> I don't know. I w- I'm as surprised as you. I just looked at my GameFly list. It was like, wait, what? Yeah. Remember at the start of this, we we're just like, oh, there's nothing coming out until the 12th. And now there's Guardians well, of the, the Galaxy. The and... Really? Still kind of is not because I don't yeah, care I about mean, this Call of Duty sure. much, but. Oh, what's fun is looking at like the like video gaming in 2022 list on Wikipedia uh-huh. and seeing like what's slated and it, there's like nothing past March and March is also like super anemic. Yeah, well, I think a lot of that stuff is going to get delayed. Like, I don't think Saints Row is going to be coming out when they say that it will. surprised me so much that that's slated for February. I, there's just no way I can see that actually coming out in February. Uh, the Final Fantasy also. I that do not too. think this coming out yeah. in March. Saints Row, I think, is probably going to be like spring. Maybe both, I would both say of those. I've, both of those, yeah, spring or summer. I mean, Final Fantasy. I don't think they need to do that much more of it because every time they show it off, people uh, think it's fucking great. Like for all the wrong reasons, <laughs> but they seem to be way into it. And I think that maybe you should stop mucking around in that game. Chaos. Yeah, I didn't play, play that, that fucking like... track. <laughs> I didn't play that last demo. Uh, I was interested to see like how improved it was from the first one. I The gameplay was so disinteresting to me in that first one that I just did not want to bother with the second one at all. I already know that I'm not going to buy that game. I don't like the way that it plays one bit. Uh, but that is one of those games where I would probably watch somebody play through all of it because, boy, it sure seems stupid as fuck. That's the kind of thing that you would like look up uh, Final Fantasy Origin the movie on YouTube yes, and just yeah. watch all the cutscenes. Just let it crash over me. Yeah, I Wild Guns is great. Sunset Riders is great. Western video games are great. There should be more of them. I don't know why people don't capitalize on that more. There should also be more games about Vietnam. Yeah, they should. <laughs> well, they had that Rambo game a while back. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Well, Remember that well, fucking thing? Speaking of light gun games. Um, Hell yeah. There was a, remember Shell Shock? Yeah. Ooh, that was a bad game. Ooh, Shell Shocked. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, ratings. Um, Battlefield Vietnam. Now that was a game. Yeah. If I were to rank these games uh, on the Sergio Leone scale. Um, <laughs> okay. They're both a fistful of fun. <laughs> That's my rating. <laughs> what Sunset would you rate? Hold on. Was Wild Guns an arcade game? Originally? No, it was a. No, I don't think it was. I think it was just SNES. Huh. I felt that feels like an arcade game. I I will I will double check here real quick, but I don't think it was. Anyway, I was gonna say like both of them. You would think at least one of them, their tagline in the arcade would be like, you better bring a fistful of quarters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Platforms SNES, Wii, and Wii U. Huh. All right. Never came out in arcade. That's strange. Uh, But bringing up the pictures here, the giant robot with the Gatling gun. God, that thing looks dope. The boss designs in that game are great. You should play Wild Guns if you never played it, or just play it to play it, because it's fantastic. That's the podcast. You got anything else to add, Larry? No, I don't. All I'm right. excited about Good. just over an hour this time. Good bye, dinosaurs. Goodbye, dinosaurs. Goodbye.
Seems so proud.